Start. Where do we fucking even begin? First of all, I guess we should say we're both safe. Yeah. We're both thought out. Yeah. We're both. Uh. We have, have water. We have water. You have water. I have water. Well, I have water, I guess. Yeah, I have electricity. You have electricity. Um, we're warm. We're warm. We're safe. No, no car accidents. But uh, a lot of hate. A lot of a lot of pent up aggression. Do you think that the views of Frozen like dipped in Texas? I wonder if people watch that a lot less than they did normally. Um, or do you mean the? animated feature film mm -hmm. or do you mean the horror movie where people are stuck on a ski lift and are being threatened by hungry wolves <laughs> both um i think they both went up i think they both ratings shot up after this current situation because if you didn't believe in the animated movie frozen you certainly do now and at some point you may have turned into a wolf and looked at your neighbors and thought, they look kind of delicious. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. I'm just saying if you want to try it. That's all I'm saying. If you wanted to try human meat, this would have been the week to try it. You have to be careful of making cannibalism your brand. It's not my brand. It's kind of becoming your brand. It's not. How is it my brand? You, you've mentioned it like probably the last three episodes or four maybe that you've talked about eating someone in some way, shape, or form. I have. And not in a sexual sense. I, well, first of all, how dare you? Second of all, <laughs> everything I say is on a sexual sense. Second of all, uh, you know, it's not, I'm not saying it's for me. I'm just saying if somebody out there wanted to try human meat, this okay. would have been the, the week to do so. Okay. So it's not for you, but you just, you just happen to have tips. Yeah. And pointers. Right. And if you want to eat human meat. Yes. Cool. All right. I'm just saying, you got to be careful. Just be careful making that your brand. I'm not going to walk that statement back. Just so you know that I said it. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, at State Your Take. Check out our playlist on Spotify, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. And you can check out our merch store, the State Your Takeaway. Find the link in our bio on Instagram. Um, we're going to talk about the frozen tundra that is the state of texas in a little while but um and it would be kind of moot to ask you how your week was because I, yeah i because I, I could say cool but that would be an understatement <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be the understatement of the decade right but um let's talk like how was your valentine's day we just passed valentine's day how was that we it talked was, about that last week it was good we sat at home and we cooked yeah for each other yeah yeah it's nice. We just we just cook. We made um. It was like a it was, it was like a brunch, right? Yeah, it was a brunch. It was it was like a it was like a brunch. Um, it was like an omelet and andouille mm -hmm. and uh boudin omelet Ooh. with shrimp in it. Ooh, and it was uh we made crab cakes. Oh, for brunch. And blueberry biscuits. And blueberry biscuits from scratch. Yeah. Still waiting on my invite. 
Still waiting on my Sunday brunch invite. That was that was a Valentine's Day thing. I know, so. but I'm. I know, I know, but I know. I'm just being an asshole, but I still want an invite. Yeah. Um, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Glad you guys had a great time. We um, was that last weekend that we watched it? Oh, yeah, it was like we. Oh, yeah, I watched you watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah. All right, give me your 30-second review of Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, Fucking amazing and very necessary watch, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I think there there are some criticisms saying it's more a story about the informant Mm -hmm. than it's about Fred Hampton, which is is valid. Um, But at the same time, it's like it's not a story where they kind of glorify him. Like I think from the beginning to the end, like they let you know very loudly that this dude's a piece of shit. Yeah. And they don't really walk that back at all. Right. Right. Um, Oscar worth. I haven't seen it yet. Yes. Oscar worthy. Yeah. I'm Dan, sure. If they include does not get an Oscar like nomination, then I don't know why we're fucking with the Oscars anymore. He's been, what did he do before get out? Because I can't think of a thing that he did. Whoops. I can't think of a thing that he did uh, before then, but I know he was in, I know he was out here. I mean, that was like his breakout role, though. Like that role yeah. kind of like, you know, because there, cause there are roles, that, there are things that people do. Like, I'm sure he had some acting gigs that were probably like a little minor in mm-hmm. comparison, but that was the one that like put him on the map for the most part. Yeah. And but, then, but since then, I mean, he's been, he's been like batting a thousand, you know, between. Get out, and then I think the next time I saw him was Black Panther. Yeah, and then what else did he do? He was a villain in this movie. I can't think of the name of the movie though. We don't fact check here. We don't look things up, even though we have all the equipment to do so. We're, we're, we're not going like, to do that. We're, like we're we're frauds. We're frauds. Yeah, broadcasters. Yeah. Um. All right, but I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Um. I'm trying to think, did I watch it? Oh no, I didn't watch anything. Because I didn't have any fucking power or internet or anything. I still haven't watched WandaVision. I haven't watched the latest episode of WandaVision. Young Corona, or formerly FKA Young Corona, and my buddy Lou have both hit me up and said that it is like some shit goes down in this episode. You watched it. Give me your non-spoiler 30-second review of the latest episode of WandaVision. Um, Like... It definitely... It was was, was a curve. I didn't see it coming. What? It's like that? Yeah, I didn't see it coming. Like, oh, it was, fuck, dude! Because like, I like they go. I'm gonna say they go. They go deep into the catalog, into the like, because you know Marvel has like a bunch of just characters in the catalog. Mm-hmm. And they go deep into one, and like they pull out of left field that like I didn't. I, I haven't seen like any kind of like I haven't seen like, any um you know like Reddit thread or anything like they were like I thought they brought this ray out of left field. Yeah, and I was just like, oh shit. Wow. Cool. Fuck. Now I have to watch it. Now I gotta watch it like immediately. Yeah. I don't even care. Like, um, I'm pretty excited to watch that. I'm excited to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. I'm excited to watch what else? There's like a new movie coming out like every month on HBO Max. Like it's pretty fantastic. So whatever's coming out next, I'm gonna watch that too. I just saw that they put up a uh, Book of Eli on HBO. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people didn't, but Which one? Book of Eli. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Mm. I thought it was good. It was pretty uh pretty good to watch Denzel kicking ass. Um Good. Ask me. Ask me what I did for Valentine's Day. 
Ask me. Go ahead. Ask me. Ask me what I did. Go ahead. Ask me. I just, I'm about to drop a bomb on you. Go ahead. Ask me what I did for Valentine's Day. Go ahead. What did you do Valentine's Day? I spent Valentine's Day with my girlfriend. You heard me right. I said, I spent Valentine's Day with my girlfriend. It was fucking awesome. What'd you do? Uh, Nothing. We just hung out. We didn't plan on spending Valentine's Day together. She had other plans that fell through. I didn't have any plans. But, uh, you know, given the, the time and given the uh, situation that we fell into, we ended up spending a fuck ton of time together. And, uh, you know, I haven't gotten sick of her. Bonded. She hasn't gotten sick of me. Bonded by disaster. It's great. Bonded by disaster. Not a bad title for a movie or a book. I mean, we uh, we we give out gems every week. We do. I'm sure people are just like picking up scraps, and I'll see these titles later. Mm-hmm. And I won't ask you for your credit, but you, you should know, ask you, for a check, though. I should. I, I'm not going to be like I'm not going to like throw the lawsuit out there, but y'all know where it came from. You know where it came from. That's right. But uh, yeah, man, ten out of ten would definitely recommend spending Valentine's Day with a uh, significant other. Okay. Piece of shit, Rush Limbaugh. Kick the bucket this week. Yeah. We do not say rest in peace. We do not say rest in power. You know what was crazy? Like when he um when he the day that he died, I remember went on Twitter and like so many things like I saw rest in piss <laughs> trending. I saw Satan trending. Like I saw like it was just I was just like, man, like this dude. He did not get the flowers. He did no. He didn't like. He got the boo boo. He got the boo boo. Like they gave him. Like they gave him like the flaming sex. You know all that back. Boo-boo. All that backed up toilet water that we've had in this state for the past five six days. He yeah. got all that. All of it. He like, got drenched in that. It was. It was funny because I saw. Then I saw people comparing him to Howard Stern, and they were trying to say, "Well, what about Howard Stern?" Mm. And the difference between them two is like Howard Stern kind of walked. He was like. He, he now he's like I was not great. Like yeah. you, he'll you, tell you now like, I was not great. Yeah. But Rush Limbaugh never walked back on that shit. Like he 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 wrote that shit till the literal wheels fell off. Yep. And he doubled down on a lot of that bullshit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, uh, you know, it, he was the. I would say the worst example of what pop culture conservatism is. Yeah, like he kind of like is he kind of like well, he fathered the style of a lot of people that he we fathered. Now. He basically fathered like Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson, and all these Alex Jones boneheads that you see like in a meme, right? Yeah. Um, but he did it first, and he did it the loudest, and he did it the worst because he's fucking awful. I hope I'm glad he's dead. I hope he if he can die again, I'd hope he'd die again. Uh I hope his gravestone gets shot up the same way that Fred Hampton's does every year. Uh it won't because we have better shit to do. I'm gonna smear my own fecal matter on his grave. The thing is, is that it won't because I think that people just have other things to do. Like no one's like that hates it. Like the thing about I don't even know if I hate Rush Limbaugh just because like I don't think enough about him to do that kind of shit. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. think that I think most people that even are against what he said don't hate him because it's like 
we like you're not you're not that you're not that important. You don't have you don't have that much space in my mind for me to even try and think of like what I'm going to do to your grave. Like I don't care enough about you. Dude. I know you don't care enough, but I carry that kind of. I energy. think most people don't. That's why the, that's why you never see people think that no. that happen to people. Like you'll like you'll never see like you said like Fred Hampton. Mm-hmm. Fred could shut up because they hate Fred Hampton, and yeah. it's like they he owns that much like space in your mind that even though he's been dead for years, mm-hmm. you still take time out to shoot his grave. So every year, like no one's doing that for like no one cares enough about someone to do that to him. I don't think anyone does. I don't give a shit about I, But that. see, I do. And I'm, I keep that energy. And this is why we're a great team because you don't have that energy, but I do. I'm full of piss and vinegar, Ed, and I just want to smoke all the time. Uh, this uh, son of a bitch uh, <laughs> called Sandra Fluke a slut and a prostitute after yeah. she called for contraceptive mandates. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the defining moments of his career. Yep. Um, and it was a defining moment in how you as a listener and as a citizen chose a side on that one mm-hmm. because that came out in 2012. So we were right around the cusp of the woke movement, I would say. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you took Rush's side on that, you set an example for the women in your life to know where you stand on that. And that just, you know, it's one of those things that, um, you know, it, people, felt a certain way about something and they leaned so far into their beliefs that they ended up looking like an asshole. And so I'm glad that he's dead now so that we can put him on the opposite side of history that was wrong. Yeah. So fuck you, Rush Limbaugh. Fuck your whole family. Fuck your life. Fuck the name Limbaugh. Fuck Rush. Fuck Rush Hour Traffic. Fuck uh, uh, fucking... I don't want to say fuck Rush Hour, the movies, because those are great movies. Yeah, pretty funny. But uh, yeah, just fuck Rush Limbaugh from now until forever. Okay. Um, It's Lent. Yeah. What does that mean for you? That means that, uh, well, normally it'll mean going to church on Ash Wednesday, but being that we're in the midst of a pandemic and that the world, and that like Mr. Freeze pays a visit, apparently, like this week. There was no going to church to get the ashes for me. Um, but what are you, what are you going to give up this year? Like, if it feels like a chalk move in the past, but this year I'm giving up alcohol. Which, hmm. yeah, like because I realize, like, I remember, I remember having moments where I would just be at home between like unemployment and the pandemic, and just I would be like, man, I gotta stop drinking as I'm pouring myself a drink, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> So, did you ever see that Drew that Drewski sketch on Twitter where he's like in the back of the ambulance and he's Snapchatting and he's like, "I'm about to head to the ambulance, man. Too much lean. I can't keep living like this." <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Um, why why alcohol? Like, it's just in, think- in the midst of everything we have going on here, the fact that we couldn't leave our homes for nearly a week. Uh, it seems like alcohol would be your friend in times like this. It is, and it has been like as like I has I've been against alcohol. It's been great, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's it, it's helped it's helped me through this pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's added some weight on me too, mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But also, it's just like I feel like it's it's kind of a gut check though, because it's like you know, it's 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 a rabbit hole that you go down, right? You easy fall down. So to me, it's kind of like it's it's a gut check. It's just like hey, like where are you? Like are you? 
okay with alcohol with your because i'm right now i think it's just a compulsion like i think it's just there i have space and opportunity yeah so that's all thing between me and the bottle right and like cause i'm at home drinking so i just need i just know because i have nothing i had nothing else going on right you know what i mean so it's just very easy to drink now yeah but i think that you need to see like you know is it like am i okay it's yeah. just kind of like that point like how like how hard will it be to stop drinking for you know 40 days so that's part of what i'm giving that up 40 days yeah i thought right. it was only a month that's no, what it is. It's, it's, like six, it's like six weeks. Month, okay. All right. I think you can do it. Yeah. I think I, I, like I said, I've been, I've been fine so far. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not, it hasn't been being hard, but I just, like I said, it's got checked. So that's real. Um, what's like the, uh, what's one of the hardest things you've ever given up for Lent? Would it be this or what? Did you ever like try like not jerking off or having sex or anything like that? Like that movie with that Josh Hartnett? so like, that's just such a cliche thing. Like, to is me. it though? Like, I don't, because I don't know what it helps. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, if what like does you, it help? I mean, if you're really out here, like if you're really like putting it down, and if you're really getting crazy on the rig on like a regular basis, I think you could. I think you could clear your head, maybe help you focus a little bit more. I mean, I guess each his own. I just don't see where like that. It was. I, I think it was a fun for a movie plot. Yeah, like it was. Just, yeah, it was fun for a movie plot. I'm not gonna get me wrong. Like, like I think that plot is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, in real life, I'm just like it's kind of like that that no fap shit when you see what like the problem was. Like you don't do anything. Like you're just like if anything's probably why you're so fucked up in the head anyway because you're just not you're just so pent up. Like mm. you just let that shit, you let it go, man. Let that shit fly around, right? Yeah, just let it fly, dude. Like what the fuck? Like, yeah. So uh, to me, like that's never been a thing. I guess the most the difficult thing for me to give up, um, was. I think one time I gave up soda. Like soda was to, oh yeah, that's so a good when one. I was when I was younger, I gave up soda. That and that was surprisingly hard. No, no, that's that's a good one to give up too. Yeah, that was that was really hard to do. Like, because I realized like man, it's just like everywhere. It's everywhere. Just, it's delicious. And I just and I, was, I don't remember how innocuous I just drank it. You know, yeah. I didn't think about it. I was just drinking it. Like, were you, you know? drinking like alcohol with it? Were you doing like you know? No, it was like Captain I was, Coke and it shit. was like in high school. Like, oh, you know high what I'm saying like yeah. it was like you know at lunchtime. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. To go eat, go go like eat with friends and stuff. It's just always there. So right. like, you get like tea or water instead. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, People look at me crazy when I drink unsweet iced tea, and I'm just like, that's and, and that's, that's I don't I hate that it's called unsweet and it's stupid. We <laughs> talked about this. <laughs> it should just be called that. tea, and then the sweetened version should be sweet tea. Yeah, because it's not brewed with sugar in it. But right, it's stupid. Yeah, stupid. Okay. We almost died this week. Um, not to make light of the situation because a lot of people did end up dying and a lot of people did end up in hospitals and a lot of people did end up uh, back on the street due to the lack of preparedness from this storm that came through that I didn't even know had a name. I think it was uh, Winter Storm Umi. Or Uma or oh, something. Oh, really? You had a name? Yeah, they both they get names. I didn't Shit. know that they did winter storm names, but they do. I had no idea. Um, why it, is, it, is there a reason why it's called Umi? Is it like, do we have other winter storms that got to, is it like hurricanes? Yeah, they go through the alphabet. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're at you already? We're at you. Damn. Yeah. Um, it came through earlier this week. It came through, like I think, Monday night? Yeah. Monday night. Monday night. And, you know, we had known that they were going to be dropping freezing to it was going to be dropping to below freezing temperatures. We knew that there was going to be precipitation and we saw that there was a possibility of snow. However, we did not know that there was a possibility of chaos brewing along the horizon Yeah, due to a lack of power. It was it was funny because like Tuesday morning is when like the snow 
was on the ground. Yes. And if you went through your feeds, you saw like people taking pictures in the snow. Oh, my timeline was so romantic. And babies in the snow. Oh, it was so adorable. Oh, like babies first snow. Oh, so the puppies, the puppies seen the snow for the first time. And it was great. And then nightfall hit. <laughs> <laughs> and shit got real. You so heard that, fast. You heard that purge horn sound off in the distance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you like, knew shit was about to shit really hit the fan. Really real. Um can we talk about real quick about a genuine sweetheart you are to allow um Ashley and myself to come to your place and shower? I look, I have like I had survivor's remorse at this point. Cause like look, I cause honestly. Full disclosure, I never lost power and I never lost water. You're in a very good area yeah. as far as like the grid goes. Yeah, I never I didn't lose anything. Like like I was part of the lights that everyone was so pissed off about. Like mm-hmm. I was in I was in those lights. Yeah, there was a shot, I think it was a news feed or a helicopter yeah. shot of downtown Houston with a bunch of lights still on right. and surrounded by an empty void of blackness. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people were not a, not happy with that. It's like, see, that's my apartment right there. That yeah. little that little <laughs> that, that little that little dot right there. That's my apartment, and that's me. I'm standing out the window. That's me. Yeah, I'm waving. Um, but no, honestly, dude, like, can't thank you enough for that. Um, I was cool. Like, I mean, my because my sister came. Well, things like everyone, everyone in my family like lost power that was here. Um, my mom lost power power day one. My sit and one of my sisters lost power. Uh, day one, like I have two sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, the older one, the other, the older one had power. Um, like that Tuesday night, so my mom went to her house, but my other sister lost power that night too. Mm-hmm. Like the same time, my mom lost power, so stay rough at their house, and like they got it got cold as shit over there. Yeah, and my mom stayed at my um sister's, um other sister's house. Yeah, and so the next day, then my sister with my mom, they also lost power. But the other sister that was in, that's in Sugarland, the sister that lost power the first night came yeah. to she came over here, and her and her husband came over here, and they stayed the night um, that day. I mean, it it really did bring out the heart of a lot of people. I saw a lot of people, um, you know, pulling favors for people, going to the grocery store for people, feeding people. Um, the warming centers opened up. I mean, it was a, it was a lot of great heartwarming. Uh, stories that you saw. Mattress Mac giving out breakfast tacos. Mattress Mac coming through the way he always does with that good stuff. He's a, he's like, yeah, he's just like, um, he's just a pure, no, you know what he is? He's pure. He's, he's raw. He's, uh, you know, he's, 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 he's as white as snow, that man. He's as pure as white as snow. He bet on the Buccaneers. Yeah. Like, like, I don't, look, man, like, uh, I don't know if we're ever gonna appreciate him enough. No, we won't. Like we'll like like we'll never appreciate his gangster. Never. Like, and I don't you think know what? We even really understand. We won't understand it. We won't appreciate his work ethic either. You know what I'm saying? Like he really just comes through with just mounds and mounds of uh, love, and and you know his 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 store is just always full of the purest of the pure. You know. As far as like, um, you know, great staff, great product. Yeah, just quality workmanship. Quality workmanship. Um, but he came through. H E B always was holding us down. Um, but I got a bone to pick with Chick Fil A. Uh, what happened with Chick Fil A? None of them were fucking open. 
Oh, well. They didn't fucking open. Nope, nope, nope. Right, I don't want to hear it because right, when we needed them the most, where were they? Gone, right? They talk all this shit about being for the community, all right? Oh, we're just like you. We're here for you when you need us. Bullshit. Meanwhile, Popeye's out here serving up them chicken. Raising Cane's out here serving up that chicken. Domino's, salute. Never say a bad thing about you again. I take back everything I said about you. Are you saying bad things about Domino's? Why? Uh, just for a while, they were really just inconsistent I mean, with the quality. Like, but I take it back. Look, look when they when they started adding like the garlic to the crust, like this, yeah. they, you, that's when it was like, okay, right. they, they, they turned a corner. At that they point. turned a corner right there. Yeah, that's when they turned a corner. I was like, and I was like, that's some years back. That was some so years back. Like, yeah. Right. But I fucks with all them now. And I got to say, Chick-fil-A, you really let me down. Really disappointed. In Chick-fil-A's defense, they made me think about their employees, though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Like, you know, Fair enough. Don't play something about their employees because they're employees of people too. I've, and they're the one putting in for Chick-fil-A. So you, if you want to let them be home, I can't be that mad at you if that's the stance you're taking. That's a great point. You know however, I mean? however, don't forget that whole thing about the gay set. Yeah. They did a whole gay thing. There is, there's still that. There's that. So can't really put too much credit on that. That's, 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 how, that's how good you know the chicken sandwiches are when the gays still eat your chicken sandwich even though you're against them. It's like, yeah, but we still fuck with the chicken sandwich though. <laughs> Um, but yeah, everybody that came through for us, uh, always greatly appreciated. However, we got to talk about this grid shit because I had no idea that Texas was on its own power grid and I was dumbfounded as to why a major American city could be without power and water due to a light dusting of snow. (sighs) And it was because... We don't bower, we don't borrow power from other states. Yeah. Like every fucking other state does. Literally, I saw a map. It was one half of America <laughs> was all borrowing power from one another and the other half of America was all borrowing power from another. Yeah. And then it was Texas by itself. It's a it's a good system to have to say if you're state is hit by like a crisis, then you know other states that are not hit by the crisis can say, "Hey, we help you out." But we don't have that. Um and it was and it's and it was frustrating to watch because it's like when you hear politicians talk about us it, like y'all niggas are always on like even when niggas are dying you were y'all are always on so it's like you hear them blaming you know um it's de- it was deregulation yes that's also part of it you hear people try to blame uh, the wind turbines yes that's part of it but it's like look it's not it's all these things it's not one or these things it's all these things. like and even the wind turbine part, even though it's a part of it, it's not a big part of it. It's like a, it's like I think I saw it was like six percent of the power. It's like I've heard generation from like six to twelve to twenty five percent. Yeah, even still, like it's not the majority of the power. Even levels of advocates twenty five percent of the power. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's twelve or six percent, that's still significant to the fact that you don't have turbines that are designed to deal with winter weather. Sure, that is an issue. Sure, so you should address that issue. Sure, it's not about. Saying that green energy is bad, saying we need to do this better, just like you're saying with the power. Like you also have natural gas and and um nuclear plants that were under that were not ready for this, right? And also underperformed, right? And they're also affected, and that also affected the um, that also affected the power. Mm-hmm. You have the issue of you being on a private grid and not being able to power power properly. Like it was a perfect storm of shit. Like it was, and it was all of these things that led to that. So you need to, to address. All these things and stop trying to point the finger at is this or is that? No, it's all of it. So just fix all of it. You know who we can point the finger at though? Who's that? Fucking Ted Cruz. Oh, and his bitch ass, man. This motherfucker. I want to fight him for real. Like I'm not even. I'm not even trying to be funny. 
Like, I want to put hands on this motherfucker. I've heard, like, when the thing is, like, when you hear people that have had, that have, like, come in contact or known Ted Cruz in the past, like, that is a common desire. He lives in River Oaks. We could find him. He lives in River Oaks. Yeah. He lives in River Oaks. I know, I know where he gets his massages. Do you really? He gets his massages at Massage Envy. Ted Cruz. Bitch ass. Ted Cruz. Gets his massages at Massage Envy. So you want to fight this thing? You want to fight him for real, for real? I want to fight. I want to put hands on this motherfucker. I don't know if I can get. Yeah, I got to put the paws on him. I got to put my fingers in his face. That's not where it was going. That, I just, I those, that word came out before I thought about it. Yeah, it's just. But regardless, we're gonna, we're gonna go with it. Fingers in his face. Fingers in his face. In Re- his face. Regardless, <laughs> um, he, you know, we've seen all the memes. We've seen the jokes, but this motherfucker really packed up and went to Cancun in the midst of all this. With Escobar fit, and then tried to pass the buck off onto his daughters. Bro, his daughters, and they're just like, "Yo, what did we have to do with this?" Like, yeah. even if they did want to get away, they're allowed to because yeah. they're not fucking senators. Did you Did you see also where one of the daughters' friends like leaked the text to uh to New York Times? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, apparently, like they were because uh, he said that he was trying to do this for his family. He was trying to go in there and come back real fast. But then, like, I guess one of the daughter's friends, like, dropped dime. Had the receipts? <laughs> yeah, had the receipts. They're like, no, nah, they would just go out there and just go out there. They were just going out there to chill, right? Yeah, but just, yeah. so to me, it's – I saw the story dropped. A lot of people had like, outraged for Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. And it made me think that people don't really know who Ted Cruz is. Like, this is very on-brand for Ted Cruz. Like, Super on-brand. Like, bro. bitch-assness to Ted Cruz is like um, soup to Campbell's mm. or cheese to Kraft. Uh. Or... Hand jobs to Kraft. Bob Kraft. Yeah, hand jobs to Bob Kraft. There yeah. you go. There you go. Right. So it's it's like... So this is, this is super... The only thing that Ted Cruz has ever done that wasn't on-brand was when he didn't endorse Trump for the 2016 election because he was defending his wife and his father, but then he walked that back two months later. Yep. So he, so like, he is like the quintessential bitch ass nigga. Like, this is what Ted Cruz does. Like, he does bitch ass things. He's a bitch ass dude. Yeah. He is a bitch ass dude. And Beto O'Rourke called him a, he said, that fucker's the worst. And I want better or work to put hands on him too. He's he's had people in his own party call him the worst. Yeah. Like if you go back to when he ran, like every almost every like Republicans don't fuck with this dude. Nobody fucks with no him. No one fucks with this dude. Like Ted Cruz is just he's the fucking worst. So I'm not surprised that he would try to fly out to Cancun and leave his constituents in the in the snow. But it's also just another thing about like politicians and this brand about this like hyper patriotic rah-rah shit that I keep doing. It's like you can't still own that brand and still try to go fly out to Cancun when shit hits the fan. Like it doesn't make sense to me. And yeah. it's weird that like we always call like politicians as fake. Right? Yeah, like right. we all call the thing they do as fake like they're just faking it. Yeah. But it's something else when you can't even fucking fake it. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that you have to really take, take down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you can't even fucking fake it like how bad are you? pretty fucking bad and al franken said that he likes ted cruz the most and he fucking hates ted cruz (laughs) so that just goes to show you what that means um not to be outdone but uh former secretary of energy rick perry went and said 
that Texans are willing should be willing to suffer blackouts to keep feds out of the power market. Bruh. So you're doing this for your own good, Texans. You're surviving through this storm without power and heat and water and food all for the benefit of keeping the sticky hands of the feds out of your pockets and shit. I don't fucking know what this man is talking about. Don't you love it when rich old white men speak for you? Love it. Speak on your behalf. Love tell you, it. And tell you what's good for you. Yes, of While course. you're freezing and you have like in a water main burst in your ceiling and your fucking ceiling is. It just taps into that inner Negro, Ed, where right. I just let the man speak for me. Yeah, while you shine his shoes. Yeah, love that. Love that shit. Fuck this dude, dude. I don't. I don't know why he's still around. Like, why is he? Why is he, anyone's even listening to this motherfucker anymore? Like, you're not. You have been. You have been important for a very long time, right there. Here's the. Here's a direct quote. Texans would be without electricity for longer than three days to keep the federal government out of their business. Try not to let whatever the crisis of the day is take your eye off having a resilient grid that keeps America safe. Personally, do you say resilient? Economically and strategically, he said resilient. He said resilient. He said, have you, "Did you see that grid?" He said the R word. Did you see the um the the outage map? I saw it. That shit was lit up like I don't. I'm trying to think of what the, it was. It was lit up like downtown Houston used to be. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I I don't know what this is supposed to do. Like, is this supposed to galvanize people into saying like, yeah, you know what? He's right. We should let the government not be so in our pockets. What the fuck does that have to do with right now? Dude? It's that brand of thing now where people would just think that if uh, we can just lie to your face and yeah. you'll, that's, this. it's a disturbing trend that's been picking up ever since I think, it wasn't going on for a while, but I feel like, the Trump presidency really just kind of puts her like a like a fever pitch, full blown blitz. Yeah, like it's just like people, we're just gonna lie to you mm-hmm. to your face, and like you're we're gonna act like your eyes don't work. He said resilient grid as motherfucker, which is like sitting in the dark. And I don't know how many, how having uh, uh, Texas having its own grid keeps America safe. Like, what is that? I mean, I'm, I'm sure America is safe. Like. I mean, but we're like we safe from have, what exactly? We, we don't have power. I don't know. Like safe what, from fucking electro. How, how, how are we safe? Like we don't have power. What do you? And I'm, 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 I'm like, I can speak it personally because I, I never lost power. But I have family. My, my mom did. Yeah, my sister did. My, my sisters did. You no, know what I'm saying? Like it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's like and you don't realize how much of your life is dependent on electricity until you don't have it. Yeah, like the fucking toilets, dude. Right. If you have a septic system. Your toilet runs on electricity. Yeah. It's sick. It's crazy. It's nuts. Um I I just I was I was so mad reading all of these people come out that probably aren't experiencing the same things we're experiencing. Right. Like Ted the best thing about Ted Cruz, like Ted Cruz may say he, he was out of power for two days, but at the same time it's like Ted Cruz also has a shit ton of money. Shit ton so of money enough to fly to fucking Cancun on a whim. Right, and it'd be one thing if you just sent your, if you send your family out there, I I get it. Like if you send your family out there, they ain't got nothing to do out here. Right. But why would you? Why would you get your like Count Chocolate ass on that fucking plane Ugh. and go up and, and go fly out and then come back and say I was trying to be, and then say I was being a good dad and then blame it on your daughters? Yeah, dog. man. Like, like, nah, you got to get hands put on you. Like, you got to fight somebody for this. And I, he will w- never fight you though. That's the thing. But see, I saw our buddy Young Corona said that Texas is a uh, mutual combat state. Right. 
But that is, like, the key word to that is mutual. Yeah. So I just got to I just got to get to agree to it. He's not going to agree to. The I fight. just got to get to him agree. Which kind of makes me mad that Jimmy Kimmel didn't play like didn't play him as. Remember they had they had that. Oh my god! Game? Don't even get. I'm still pissed at him for that. Right. Like because look, if it was me, I'm if, I, if I'm playing, like I'm You're putting that body on. No, I'm training. Yeah. For that game, you're putting your body on. Because not to win. I'm talking. I'm playing for a complete annihilation. You got to dunk on him and put your nuts in his face. Now I gotta give him the hard fouls too. Hard like, fouls. I want to make sure that I have a goal that is that is that that's the poles in the ground. Yeah. So I have something to push him into when he's right. when I'm gonna go by him and just push him into the pole. Right. It's you know it's I mean? Charles Oakley versus uh uh fucking um a, a, a blubberfish a, a Dirk Nowitzki. Not even. Not even. Not even Nowitzki. Like, it's, it's, but it's just power, raw power versus like, yeah, like finesse. It's all like it's all post ups. All post ups. Only time I'm like, only time I might. Dribble out is just so I can try to like embarrass him. Like yeah. I'm, I'm trying to take his ankles. Hit that final three in his face. I, I gotta get, that get the dagger. crossover crisp. Hit, hit that Dane just, dagger. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fuck him. But so you didn't go out at all during the whole thing, did you? Did you get groceries at all? I drove out once. Um. To get uh to get a prescription. Okay. And uh. What'd you think of the store situation? It was like every like everything was just kind of shut down. Like I kind I drove around a bit too after that, just because I had I like at that point I've been at my house maybe like three days. It was about as bad as the start of the quarantine. I would say it was just like a disaster, if area. not worse. The shit was really bad, but at the same time, I also felt like that's like I feel like a higher power saying, "Get your ass in the house." Yeah, because it's still a quarantine. It's like, oh y'all want to y'all, y'all want to stay at home? Yeah, bet. I'm gonna make you stay at home. I got you. Um, a little bit more justified to buying the toilet paper, I would say, this time around. Uh, a little bit, only because you know you don't know how much it's gonna. When you can't flush and you can't shower afterwards, and you know maybe you had you you didn't plan ahead and maybe you had a little bit too much refried beans. I mean, you don't know how much toilet paper it's gonna take to uh, clean up back there. But logically speaking, though, you're probably better off with like some with, with I don't know some water and like a rag. Yeah, in that situation, then like, could you all? Because all you have toilet paper, you're just gonna gum up the toilet. Absolutely, where are gonna put it? Absolutely, and this is why I told people at the start of quarantine: save that thirty dollars that you're buying on all that toilet paper. Get yourself a bidet off of Amazon. Again, wouldn't work without the water. However, you know, still, I mean, you can get like you can get the you can get the get the water outside. Get the water from outside, outside I mean, in the in the like, drain. Yeah, it's like it, or just running off the or the ice running off the side of your house. Put that water into a super soaker. Get your most trusted companion. And get to, get to splashing. Get to splashing. Splish, splash. Bend over, spread the cheeks. Splish, splash. It could be like one of those games at the carnival when, where you have to shoot the gun into the clown's mouth in order to get the <laughs> thing to go. It's the same concept. <laughs> Just shoot a fucking spray super soaker right at your butthole. <laughs> get that shit clean. Make it a game. I mean, Win a prize. Talk about bonding. <laughs> Disaster bonding. Right, that's disaster bonding. That is truly like, disaster shoot, bonding. We shot each other's buttholes with super suckers. Um, yeah, no. I mean, the, the grocery stores this time around. Look, Ironically, so, I, so we went, uh, I want to say on Wednesday or Thursday. It was all blur. I really don't remember what the day was. But the water was gone. The bread was gone. Most of like the meat was gone. But you know what was there? A lot of canned goods. A lot of canned vegetables, a lot of canned That's meat, why I get so canned mad soup. Bro. You know the 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 stuff that you would normally want to get during a situation as this. That's why I get so mad about these panicking times because it's like, y'all people aren't hoarding things for survival. Like the things that you need to survive are still on the shelf. Like there'll still be like grains, 
and beans, mm-hmm. like you said, canned goods. Like the things that you really, really need to eat, to survive, the things that will last you for a lifetime, yeah. if shit really hits the fan, it's still there. Like right. I get mad when I like I used to get mad. Well, I got mad now. We see people just like hoarding stuff. Like, why do you need six gallons of milk for cold weather in Houston? Like, I understand this was bad, but it's also we're still in Houston. Yeah, it's already like fifty degrees again. Exactly. Like this is gonna like this is gonna last at five like four or five days tops. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I was like a week. This is a week tops. Why do you need six gallons of milk or whatever the fuck you're hoarding to get through a week? Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. Like the panic made everything. Like that's what making the shortages so bad. Because everyone's not buying into their in their means, and they're buying way too much for the amount of people that they have to right. take care for. It's like you're buying for comfort. Like, why are you eating steak <laughs> during a time where like you have no power? Like, what steak, the fuck are you doing? All the hot dogs are still there, though, dude. Exactly. Hot dogs do not expire. They don't. That's their whole purpose: is to stay uncooked and unkempt for millennia. Right. I was not worried because like I have like I had oatmeal. Yep. I have grits. Yep. I have beans. You're ready to go. I have rice. I have a hot dog packet that expired, expired, I'm using quotes, in 1997. (laughs) And it is fine. It's delicious. You know why? Because hot dogs, much like wine, get better with age. (laughs) Hey, speaking of age, let's talk about these old ass basketball players. Talking about these young basketball players. It's it's getting it's getting a bit much at this point now. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, Shaq talking out the side of his face about uh, well, no, it was it started with Draymond. It started with Draymond addressing the addressing the Andre Drummond the Andre thing. Drummond situation because apparently apparently they're going to trade the Cavs are trying to trade Andre Drummond, mm-hmm. and in terms of trading Andre Drummond, they 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 chose to sit sit him down. Right. Well, so they don't want anything to happen to their trade commodity. They want to keep his trade value high. High. So they can move him for somewhere. And Draymond said, Draymond came out and um, highlighted a point that I've highlighted on the show before. Yep. That it is, it is hypocrisy that you are that, that, that um, we came and we lambasted players like James Harden. Or the players when they want to trade and they do things to sit out or to get their trade. Meanwhile, when a when a franchise wants to trade a player, they can sit him down with no with no issue, right, and no problem. Same technique. Same technique. Different execution. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, this is not like we pointed out before. This is not a new technique. This is no. not something that hasn't been done before. But uh, you know, and. I give Jimbo a lot of shit. I did not give him too much shit about this because, like we always say, we're on the side of the players. Right. He was in a situation that he did not want to be in, that he was not happy in. He had done what, all that he could do for this franchise and was no longer satisfied with the results. And he said, I need to get out. And they were like, no. No, they offered, <laughs> let's say they offered him $102 million. They offered $102 million. That wasn't enough for him. And he was like, no, nah, I'm like, I want to leave. He's and like, they were like, we're, we're, we're going to make you the highest paid player in basketball for the next two seasons. He was like, nah. nah. No, I don't want to be here. Um, so they played a little hardball on their end. The Rockets did. And, uh, you know, he ended up getting what he wanted. But if this had been the other situation where maybe Harden did want to play and the Rockets were like, nah. We're gonna try to get. We're gonna try to move you around. Um, people would just be qualifying this as good business practice. Business. Yeah. Yeah. But now you got players like Shaq or former players like Shaq. Yeah. Um, 
Right. I think, and I think that the issue with Shaq was like um, they were talking about they're talking about the Kings, right? On this on on that TNT show, right? And uh, I think um, Ernie Ernie was talking about how they'd be rebuilding for a decade. Yep. And Shaq is like part owner of the Kings, which I didn't know about that. And Shaq tried to blame players, tried to blame like Demarcus Cousins mm-hmm. for not being what they thought he was going to be. Right. There. Right. You know, and it's like. And then Draymond spoke up again and said, "Like, okay, so you like you're blaming one player while you've been, while you've managed this franchise for a decade, right? And you're saying it's that one player's fault because you've had because there's been some talent that come through Sacramento that you haven't done anything with, you know? Like now you have now you have De'Aaron Fox and you had like you look like you're on the cusp of doing something like a couple of years back when you had like the young core with De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald mm-hmm. and Marvin Bagley, yet still nothing." Right. But you're wanting to blame DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. This is kind of like um, the equivalent to blaming the closing of Quiznos on the guy that makes the sandwiches. Right. Like, you don't want to place the blame on the CEO. You don't want to place the blame on the marketing team. You don't want to place the blame on anybody other than the people that are on the ground doing the work. Right. Wearing the uniform. Right. Right. Because it's, it's up to them to make sure that the franchise and the company is successful, right? It's, yeah, it's a franchise. It's a thing that goes even beyond like basketball. Like it's even like we've seen the Texans now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like y'all like y'all fire Gary Kubiak quick, so so he can go somewhere and get a. You fire Gary Kubiak, he went somewhere and got a ring. You traded Jacoby Gale Jones, he went somewhere and got a ring. You uh, you fired Dom Capers, he went to Green Bay and got a ring. So if you fire all these guys mm-hmm. and they go get championships anywhere else, like don't you start looking at yourself for a little bit? Just just a thought. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just it's just a thought. It's just an idea. Like maybe the problems start at home. Maybe. But Deshaun Watson is sitting around waiting for a trade. Meanwhile, Carson Wentz is fucking off to Indianapolis now, which is wild because um, basically the, the weird thing about the Eagles not happening is that. They were at, at the beginning of the offseason. It was kind of like either is it Doug Peterson or Carson Wentz because like pretty much the the rumors were that it, like they probably can't coexist. Right. Like Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz just aren't working together, and one's got to go. So at the beginning, you saw Doug Peterson get fired. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking, oh, they're gonna try to catch Carson Wentz. But he's like, nah, I still want out. Yeah. And he left. Yep. So it's like they did everything for Carson Wentz. He still left, but. At the same time, I haven't seen anyone say anything about Carson Wentz, though. No. No one say anything about him being a being cancer. No. Or being a problem. No. Or he should just shut up and play football. No. Even though they fired a coach for you. Yeah. But yet Deshaun Watson gets people like Dick Vermeer talking outside of his no-lip face. Right. Mm. 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 Do we even have to say it? Mm. No. Let's, <laughs> let's move on. Um, what would an episode of State Your Take be without getting into some Florida fuckery? <laughs> It'd be so, a disappointment is what it'd be. It would be a disappointment. It's so not, that's why you come here. That's why you come here. And let's not forget that we are still in the midst of a whole Panasonic. Yep, a whole Pandose. And people are out here trying to get vaccinated by any means necessary. Dateline! Two women dressed up as grannies tried to get vaccinated in Florida. Maybe it was the bonnets. Or the gloves that two women donned through the temperatures in Orlando, Florida on Wednesday hovered in the 60s. In a scene right out of a sitcom, the women went to a coronavirus vaccination site dressed as grannies. Did they wear bonnets for real? 
Yeah. They went big bad wolf with this shit. They went big bad wolf with this shit. <laughs> Bonnets and, and uh, nightgowns. <laughs> uh, Dr. Raul Pino, the health administrator for Orange County at the news conference on Thursday, except there were 34 and 44, not 65. So despite their get-ups, which included spectacles, they were ineligible to get the shots in Florida. This is honestly, like, it's funny as fuck, but it's also really kind of twisted and sad. It's both of those things, but that's why it's, it's twisted and sad. Why why it's funny though? Because it's it'd be one thing if this were you know a couple of you know twenty year olds or maybe even like you know kids like eighteen, nineteen, you know, just being funny about it. These are grown ass people, man. Thirty four and forty four. These are adults, adults, whole ass adults, probably with family and kids. And, and car payments. Yeah. And they thought that this was going to be a good idea, that it would work. But they weren't wrong because it apparently did work. The women presented valid Center for Disease Control and Prevention cards indicating that they had already received their first vaccine doses. <sighs> Dr. Pino said, I don't know how they escaped the first time. <laughs> they got so They were like, it was, here's the thing. So they got caught at the vaccine place. Yeah. So they, they they actually got pretty far with this because they got the first shot. Already. They got the first shot off, and they were just about to get the second one. Like they were just a needle point away from just mission accomplished. Here's the thing, though, is that I've heard stories of this before. Like I heard stories, and people not dressing up either, just standing in line, whole, you know, 25, 30 year old people just standing in line at the places where they're giving vaccines in New York and California. And because of the nature of the vaccine, where once you open it, you have to use it within a certain amount of time. Um, um, people will say like, okay, well, we like at the you know vaccination spots. Maybe they run out of people. Like maybe they vaccinate everybody that's in the tier for the day, but they have some spare vials open and they can't throw them away. They can't save them, so they'll take people out from out of the line to say like, hey, like you know, come get vaccinated, so even though you don't fall within the tier. So it's kind of like when you wait at like um like you wait at the, at the close and then closing for like a pastry shop or something like that. Yes, like and away. you get the free shit afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically that. Wow. But a lot less sweet. And way more like life-saving. And way more life-saving. So, yeah. Um, younger people, teachers, police officers, and other essential workers are all clamoring for doses, but Florida has not said which group it will prioritize next after the 65 and up tier. Agencies administrating the shots have said it is to be very difficult uh, about people faking it. It's probably higher than we suspect, Dr. Pino said, adding that at least one man who was too young for a shot tried to pass himself off as his father, who had the same name. Um, these women were not charged with any wrongdoing, with any wrongdoing, but they did not receive the vaccine. So they just went home? I guess they just sent them home. That's so funny, though. In their bonnets and spectacles. <laughs> Back to watch Judge Judy at 4 p.m. and hit that Luby special, that blue plate special. Oh shit! Of pot roast and steamed vegetables. I just want to picture that, like, um, that, uh, that, uh, that interaction. Like, what smooth skin you have? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just the better to, it's, it's, it's the better to wear wear my makeup on, my dear. Oh, okay. What, what blonde hair you have? <laughs> oh, the better to. Beautify myself, my dear. What faking ID you have? <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you talking about? I was, I was born in 1940. 
six. You think they just like peeled out, or they actually caught them and said like, you know, like I, I wonder if they actually like, apprehended them and made them get the car. They just like kind of peeled out when yeah. the jig was up. That would be funny. <laughs> I think it would be really funny if they just took off running and their slippers fell off <laughs> and like their bonnets fell off and like their whole like makeup get up just like fell off as they were sprinting into the wind. Right. God damn, that's funny. Do you have an education for the week? Yeah, you don't need that much goddamn milk at the fucking store. Right. You monsters. Right. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Makes like sense. you're just taking hoarding. Like I'm looking at the um like I like I said, I walked to get the prescription, I walked through uh the supermarket and I'm just looking at the aisles and this is bare. Like there's no chips. What the fuck you need chips for to, like what are you like what are you doing? What chips. are you thinking about? You like you don't get canned beans, but you get chips. Hey man. You fucking savages. Doritos be calling you. You fucking animals. They brought back the 3D Doritos what? now, man. I saw that. Who asked for that? <laughs> Who asked for that? What did we talk about before? We talked about this generation, the millennial generation is the generation of nostalgia. If you want to make sales to the millennials, all you have to do is bring back some shit from their childhood, Spo- and they will eat it up. Spoiler alert. 3D Doritos, I've had them. Not that great. Like, it's just a puffy chip. Like, it's nothing. Yeah, but it's a Dorito. It's McConaughey in a commercial that I didn't understand. Like, I was like, this is stupid. Like, what is this commercial? This is stupid. He's a flat person in a commercial. And then he ate a, ate a chip in a vending machine and become a full person See? in a vending machine. That's straight, out of, that's straight out of the 90s. It's fucking stupid. That's a commercial idea straight out of the 90s. God damn it. I, I was just like, why? Who, who? no one asked for this shit. Did you watch Cobra Kai? I haven't seen it yet, no. See? Exactly. Appealing to our childhood. I have not no, I have seen Three it. Three fantastic seasons of television. It's just, I mean, but I do want to, I, I haven't gotten around to watch it, but I do want to watch it because, I, like I said, I saw some of those, I saw some of those fight scenes on like, Bro. I, I seen clips, I just like, how? <laughs> like how? Bro, you want to talk <laughs> about, so you want to talk about like fully fleshed out fight sequences starring teenagers? I'm like they're in high school. Who's the fight <laughs> in high school? Doing karate. Who is scrapping like this in high school, though? Fighting in karate style. Not like street style. Yeah. Full like, on, it's a full on just Power like, Rangers karate. Right. I'm just like, what is happening? It's awesome. And it's students on students. Students like, on students. Like, like, like half the school is suspended. Like you have to spend half the school. It's awesome. It's so, it's so, it's so fucking funny fun. to me. It's so fun. Like, I, like I'll, I'll, I'll watch it because I know what I'm going into. Like, yeah. I know I'm going to see like a kid get kicked off a balcony. <laughs> like, or something Don't like spoil that. it. Don't no, spoil it. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I'm I just know, saying, but I'm just saying, don't spoil it. it. Don't spoil it for yourself. Um, so, yeah, fucking leave the milk alone. Grab, up, grab yourself some beans. It's just Get some vegetables. And, and that was the other thing, too, when I went to the store. The produce section was, was great. The only thing that was missing were bananas, ironically. Right. And it's like, look, just and, and just in honesty, like when you think about disaster, just think about yourself. Think about the people around you too. Like you, if when you when you take six things of milk, like you're taking milk from someone else, right? Or you're taking like soda paper from someone else. It's like just take what you need for this disaster, and you'll get through it. And that is how you, that's all you need to do. And everyone will be the better for it. Right. Like there'll be less of a crisis if there's more things available. If people stop hoarding shit. Right. And it's like you saw in the beginning of the pandemic and you see it now, it's just like, y'all don't learn anything. You just keep doing the same shit over and over again. And it's infuriating to see because like you saw what happened in the pandemic. You saw we had to ration everything. Like you won't have to ration shit if you just would be a fucking civilized person and not a goddamn monster. Thanks to that. Um, you know what we forgot to do? We forgot to profile our black spotlight. I have one. Well, who do you got? I have um probably um, one of the best performers I've ever seen live. Okay. And that person is Mr. Charlie Wilson. Oh, 
Charlie, last name Wilson. Yeah, Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie. Yeah, if you know, if you know what we're talking about. Um, Charlie Wilson, kind of, kind of became more of a um, household name in uh, with like the early two thousands. I mean, no, he that was with like his, his resurgence. Like, that was his resurgence, yeah. yeah but he, but, I mean, like we'll we'll go back to the beginning. But like I first became aware of who Charlie Wilson was due to that, like him, him coming up on the features and on Snoop Dogg records Snoop, and shit yeah, like that. Snoop, big boy, he's yeah. featuring all their stuff. Like, but originally, Charlie Wilson was a part of the Gap Band. The Gap Band. The Gap Band. Not the band from the Gap, which is another band right. that plays in uh, shopping malls across America. <laughs> Talk about the Gap Band. The Gap Band. Yes. Um, the story about me, like um, when I first saw Charlie Wilson perform, was I went to my first Zulu ball. Um, I forgot what year it was. Do it you want to explain what a Zulu ball is? A Zulu ball is is like a, they're like around Mardi Gras. Like they have like um, just like certain balls. Yeah, they have certain crews, mm-hmm. and like I guess certain crews hold. They just throw. Like, they have their own like ball. It's like a gala or party, and basically like people just come. To the Zulu ball, I have to be given by invite. Like I guess, like your um, family, certain families are invited. They have like a table. Mm-hmm. You come by invite, and luckily I will, and luckily I was invited with Amanda, and we went to the we, we went with the table, and it's just like and it's cool because it's like it's people of all ages. It's like you'll see young people, you'll see super old people. Like it doesn't matter. Like everyone's there, and everyone's like you know dressed up in tuxedos and ball gowns. Right. And it's just and it's just a fucking party. Like there'll be food there. There's just like there's liquor there. And like it's just a party with a concert, and there'll be people who are performing. Yeah, and yeah, for hours. So like, I think at the that day that I went, there, I think Cameo performed. Oh, yeah, it was Cameo. I want to who else? Oh, those those are, oh Mystical. Oh wow, Mystical showed up. Shake your ass. Yes. Watch yourself. And he wasn't the headliner though, because the headliner was Charlie Wilson. Mm, of course. And like, it was, I'm talking about like it was like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And like, and um. Like this point, like I'm pretty fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I was this was younger me too. Like, I'll say I'll probably like in my, I was in my late twenties. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was I was pretty fucking tired. And it's three o'clock in the morning, and Charlie Wilson comes out in this like in this like electric blue suit, Oof. and he just is getting it at three in the morning. Like he's going for at least probably like an hour and a half. Yep. And he just like has the energy of like a twenty year old or something like that. He's just out there just getting it. And I was just amazed by it. He's an amazing performer. That's because he comes from a different era. He definitely does. Where man. the performance was more important than the record itself. Charlie Brown and Charlie Wilson's like, I think almost he's like maybe like in his sixties at the time. Uh-huh. Just like way past my bedtime. Yeah. And he's just out there just getting it. He's amazing. He um, amazing. I'm glad that he was able to get a second career yeah. later on and like, you know. Put himself in a position where he could be more of a solo act and appeal to a younger generation because now he lives forever. He does, and he bridges the gap between generations. Yeah, he does. Because like there are there are people that will appreciate him for him being in the Gap Band, mm-hmm. his solo career, mm-hmm. and then his resurgence on like Hooks with like Big Boy and Snoop, right? And like you know Sleepy Brown, like all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, he's yeah he's he's pretty much like immortalized in terms of like especially even black music for sure. For sure, uh, my spotlight is going to Ava DuVernay. I love Ava DuVernay. Uh, she came on scene. Well, I think most people would know her for Selma. Yeah. Right. But she directed a a feature film called Middle of Nowhere, which I've never seen. Um, but she um, 
she won a directing award at Sundance in 2012 for that. Mm-hmm. But Selma gave her her first nomination for a Golden Globe and uh, Academy Award, being the first black woman to be nominated for Best Director. Um, she also won an Academy Award for 13th, the documentary that she did oh, on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. She also directed When They See Us. Eek. Man. <sighs> that was a hard watch, but... It was a hard watch, but necessary watch. And right. I know a lot of people, like, before... I mean, this was pre-George Floyd. This was pre-movement um, of last summer. A lot of people watched that and was like... They watched that and they watched 13th and were like, holy shit. Like, yeah. didn't even realize yeah. what was going on. Obviously, it wasn't enough. It kind of, but I think I know a lot of people after George Floyd uh, went back and watched Thirteenth specifically, and you know got a little bit more insight as to the criminal justice system and how it applies yeah. to uh, black men and black women in the country. Um, also, something really cool is that she directed the video for Family Feud <laughs> for Beyonce, which I thought was pretty dope. Um, and she's directing um, New Gods. Okay. Yeah, she's. They gave her the the keys to the to the DC truck to direct uh, New Gods, and uh, Tom King will also be co writing on it. So she's going to be having the actual guy who created a lot of that universe to help her out. So right. I'm really looking forward to that. New Gods, man, that's a like it's a task yeah it is if she can make if, if, i mean if she can make that work though like that talk about range yeah for real talk about range you can make when they see us in 13 and and make a, a new guys that that like palatable because mm-hmm. that seems like an uphill battle from all i'm looking to be honest with you it but, is like we'll see like I have, I have faith though she's also got um she's also got a colin kaepernick documentary series that's coming out on netflix um i don't know when that's coming out but um it's called Colin in Black and White, so mm. I'm sure that won't raise any eyebrows at all whatsoever. No, because Colin Kaepernick doesn't really, he really doesn't ruffle anyone's feathers ever. Not at all. Just a really even-killed guy. Yep. Well, we made it. Yeah. You know what? I'm really going to say something right here, and I just want to like hold my dick for a second, because who else you know could be in a power outage on top of a snowstorm? on top of a pandemic and still give you heat like this other than us i don't know not you not know. you i don't know I, I mean you can name them you can't I, I, I will wait the list is very short I'm trying to wait it's ed and it's aaron that's the list that's it can't fuck with us dog best podcast in houston i'm, de- I'm declaring it right now but shout out to everybody else on the gamigator network shout out to our homies no redeeming qualities called 45 worst of the best yeah one Big Toilet, 3R Show, Your New Best Friends, Weekend to Take. But I mean, we really know who's <laughs> pushing the wagon here. It's your boys. Thick-bodied. Long-dicked. Ed and Aaron. Yeah, don't look confused. You know the game. You know the fucking vibes. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. At State Your Take. Follow our Spotify playlist, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. Check out our merch store, the State Your Takeaway. Link in bio on Instagram. Do you have anything else that you want to say to the people? We love most of you. We don't care for the rest of you.
Alligator Productions.